Hello and welcome to the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast. Today is episode number 14. Why she doesn't trust you in the bedroom. Um, today, as usual, I'm back here with Andrew Miok. Oh, do we have an episode for you today? Coming straight off the retreat as well. So have we got some insights on this topic? Yes. Um, so the weekend was good. Uh, last episode you heard was with one of the uh, uh, alumni, the um, the guys who attended the retreat. So it was cool. If you haven't checked that one out yet, go and do that when you can. It was actually a very interesting podcast on masculinity, multiple orgasms, going for what you want in life. And just generally how to step the fuck up. That was really cool. Um, so that was episode number 13. Go and check that one out if you haven't. And today we're going to talk about trust in the bedroom. So I'm going to let Andrew run with this. And then I'll give you my thoughts as we move along. Coming off the three days. And what an insane three days it was. Because... There's a, there's a recurring theme throughout the three days that was like trust, connection, openness, and actually letting go. And being a person who you can let go to your core so then you can have these really intense conversations and intense sexual experiences. And these intense sexual situations and connections will come from actually going how to build trust in the bedroom. How can you let go in the bedroom? And when you can let go, then she can let go. And the running theme that I saw from the three days was guys unwilling to go first. Guys unwilling to open up and express themselves. Not just from this retreat. We've done, we've booked out now, we've sold out five of our last retreats. And what I want to make it really clear is for the guys who actually open up emotionally, and we'll talk exactly how to do that throughout this um, whole podcast today, we want to give you the perspective that we get it is so tough to open up. We get that it is so emotionally taxing sometimes. We get that sometimes you may be a guy who will want to be in a street fight opposed to actually opening your heart and telling a girl that you like her or even love her. It's actually really... um, It's really... It's been so apparent on all these retreats and all the guys that we work with and the the conversations that we constantly have online that the reason she doesn't trust you is because the number one reason is because you're not opening up. We talk a lot about trust and respect and how that can be, how that can affect the sexual relationship that you have in the bedroom. It's because it's so true. If there's no trust, if there's no trust and there's no respect, Opening up in the bedroom is going to be absolutely so difficult from your perspective and her perspective. She doesn't trust you as well in the bedroom because there's a myriad of things. But the number one thing is it's usually because you're not opening up. And if you're not opening up, that's going to cause her to actually shut down be closed off, not want to have anything to do with you. And then when that happens, she's going to be like, fuck this. I'm going to leave, potentially cheat, or be with another man. Now, in saying all this, I know it might sound really harsh and might be really confronting for the, to hear this, but we want you to have great sex. We want you to know exactly what to do in the bedroom so then you can give these women fulfilling experiences. Now, it's one thing to know the, the one tip or the one trick or the one technique or the, or the one position. We get that a lot, believe me. But the thing is, If you can't get the fundamentals right about deep connection, opening up, vulnerability, really going to her core and having a purpose in life and making shit happen and getting shit done, she's not going to trust you. She's not going to open up the bedroom. How you do anything is how you do everything and how you do anything in the bedroom is how it's going to be portrayed in your outside of your life because if you want to take full charge in, if you want to take full charge in the bedroom, but the thing is you're, you're, if you if you want to take full charge in the bedroom, but you're struggling to do this in your day-to-day life, there's usually a correlation there as well. Don't get me wrong. 
there is the um, there is not some non-correlation in regards to guys who can take charge in their day-to-day life, but they can't take charge in the bedroom, and we get that as well. But the thing is, we usually see guys who are confident, who are exceptionally confident in the bedroom, know what they're doing. They can be confident in all areas of their life because if you can be confident at the most vulnerable part of your life, um, such a such an intimate part of your life, you watch how this overflows into other areas of your life, and women can feel it. Women can feel it so much when you're a dude. It's like, I know how to fuck. I know what I'm doing. I know how to have a really deep connection and I know how to open up. And when she can feel that you're a guy who wants to open his heart and be vulnerable and then connect with her, she's going to allow you in her life. She's going to allow you to let go. Because the thing is, we harp on a lot about authenticity. We harp on a lot about trust and why she doesn't trust you. It's because... You're not allowing her to see the real you. We had a guy just recently on the retreat. This guy literally has been training martial arts since, say, he's about 12 or 14 years old. He could kick the fuck out of any guy. Any guy. One of the exercises we did, we got him to open up to a current, to an ex-partner. It's been playing on his mind for three months. Three fucking months that he couldn't actually connect with this person. And this was absolutely causing him havoc. Because he couldn't open up and really express what was going on for him. Express who he was. Talk about his feelings. Talking about what he really um, liked about this person. Because he just goes, I, I don't know how to do this. And he's a, really, he's a really incredible guy. Knows how to open up about so many other things. But when it comes to women, it's like he's actually very open in regards to his communication with men and alike. But when it comes to women, it was like this massive disconnect. It was like, I can't open up, I can't show feelings, I can't be vulnerable, I can't express. And when you um, suppress that, that's why she's not going to trust you. She needs you to do that, but she also needs you to have that stern masculine presence so she can trust you. Because if you don't have that stern masculine presence of like telling her to um, telling her what's up when it needs to be, that's when she's actually going to stop trusting you. She needs you to tell her, basically, stop um, stop doing certain behaviors if you know they're wrong and stop doing certain behaviors if you know they're actually not beneficial for her in the future and calling her out when she's actually disrespecting you and walking all over you because if you can't do that it's going to cause a large disconnect with you uh, and her and she's, she's going to struggle to trust you in the bedroom because she knows she's like where is the man that I can trust who's going to step up to me and say what he actually wants what he actually means what he actually wants to do in his life that's a man that I want in my life. That's what these women will say. I want a man I can trust, I can respect, I can let go with. He's going to tell me tell me what's up truly. He's not afraid to hurt my feelings. He's not afraid to tell me as it is. He's not afraid to make decisions. And when you can do that, that's when you're going to start getting trust a fuck ton back into your relationships. And that trust is going to equal respect equal, and it's going to equal love. Because a woman cannot love you uh, if she doesn't respect you. Which, the thing is, if you think that she's going to love you without that respect, the thing is, it's not going to happen. She needs to know that you're a fucking warrior, that you're a man. You're a man who can step the fuck up to the plate. If there's like a, if there's like a, if there's like a um, fight going on, you got your family, she, she wants to feel that you can step up and really take charge and take charge of that fight and um, be willing to protect the family. And then when it comes to emotional safety and care, she wants to feel that you have that emotional stability to really care and um, pr- protect the family and look after them in a, in a psychological manner. The thing is, there's so, many, so much diversity to this, but you want to be willing to be able to most and first and foremost, the reason she doesn't trust you in the bedroom because she doesn't trust you in your day-to-day life. She doesn't trust that you can take care of her. And if she does trust you in that respect, then the chances are she doesn't trust that you actually are opening up in who you are. She's not trusting in opening up, seeing you open up in what you actually want from her. You can't actually be vulnerable and express. And we've had guys before had to just have sex with women just because. We get it. Having sex with a woman just because... You're meant to do that thing. You're married. Just have sex. And when you have sex, that is the right thing to do. And then you get caught in this fucking loop of like, I should be doing this. And if I don't do this, then yada, yada. It just goes down to this um, thing. And then that's going to lose the trust. And the thing is, when that happens, 
Do you really think that she's going to want to have sex with you? Do you really think she's going to want to open up? And the thing is, if you can't open up and say what's on your mind and speak from your heart, she's going to start going, not tonight, honey. I don't really feel it. And if she doesn't feel desired, which I will talk about a lot, if you're not, she's not feeling desired or wanted for who she is, she deep down intuitively knows this. She knows this and she's going to give you a lot of attitude and that's going to erode all trust because she goes, why doesn't he want me? And then we're going to ask the question, why are you with her? And the passion might have died off, but we can touch on that um, later. Let's get on to Pierre and see his thoughts on the matter. Mm. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Sure, yeah. All of that stuff, I absolutely agree with 100%, of course. Um, the, the way I see uh, leadership is a combination of trust and respect. Those are the two components that you need in order to lead people. Because le- leadership is one person leads and the other person follows, or one person leads and a group follows, whatever. It can be a group of people leading and a, and a larger group following. That's really matter. But there is a leader component and a following component. And what makes this work is that the people or the person that is the one or the ones following are following under consent. What makes them follow someone? It's one, trust, and two, respect. So today we're going to talk about the trust component. But real quick, so the the respect component, the respect basically comes from high level of competency. They respect your ability to be able to create a certain outcome, right? Um, But if people don't trust you, they're not going to follow you. Maybe you're a fucking G and you can make shit happen, but if they don't follow you, or if you have a track record of fucking people over, or you're giving psychopathy vibes and they can pick up on it, they're not going to follow you, even if they know you have the ability to lead them. So... Without trust, there will be no consent to lead. You always need the trust. And where does the fucking trust come from? It's basically this. If you look at great leaders, people who have been leading large groups of people, what is the common theme? And we can begin with a more... um, What's the opposite of... Of, of benevolent it's it's not tyrannical per se but it is often tyrannical it's well, whatever what, what, whatever an, an adversarial leader i guess you can say someone who's not good for the people right you can take stalin we can take mao we can take hitler um and we can take the fucking venezuelan cunt i don't know what, what his name is right what was his name well is, is chavez from venezuela mm-hmm. ah, whatever no we're not gonna get into the fucking ge- geography right now but <laughs> How do, and, and, and let's even take, like in the cults, like the cult leaders and everything like that, how do these people become appointed by the people to lead? How? When they're so fucking evil. It's one, they can basically sell their ability to have the competency to lead, right? Like Hitler was basically like, I'm, I have the power to save the economy, right? Same with Mao and Stalin, all, all these people, right? But not only that, but during their campaigns, wh- what do they do? They win trust. How? Because they, they show or they pretend to not have a hidden agenda. That's number one. Obviously, they do, these people, but in order for people to appoint them as leaders, they come across as if they don't have a hidden agenda. And then we can take people, like the, the truly great leaders like Nelson Mandela and these people. Why did they become appointed leaders? One, with, with Mandela, you know, like he showed that he had the competency to lead the people. But he also showed that he actually cared for the people and he didn't have a hidden agenda. He literally just wanted to free the African people, not for himself to just um, get some power, right? 
So they, they show they have no hidden agenda. There are no games, right? That's one. Number two, and this ties into, there are three things, but they all tie into the same thing. But anyway, number two, benevolent intentions. Um, there's been a few people asking me, what do I mean with benevolent? What is benevolent leader? What is benevolent intentions? Um, one thing that would make things easy for you in your own life, just as a tip, whenever you're wondering these things, um, I would recommend just Googling it. It's very fast to find out. Just type in benevolent meaning and you'll have it. But in any case, it basically means means that it's beneficial for the other, pe- other person, which is, you know, an, an absolute shock how it could mean that. But in any case, benevolent intentions, having the people's best interest at heart. And it's the same with women. You show her you have no hidden agenda. You're not playing games with her. You're actually legitimately enjoying her and you like her for her and there's nothing behind this, right? Number two, you have benevolent intentions. It means you have her best interest at heart. You really want her to be satisfied. You want her to have a great experience and... um, you want to truly connect with her and maybe you see a future with her depending on the situation. If you if you don't feel that, you don't need to lie and and say that you do. Like if you don't have those long-term interests with her, you don't that's fine. You don't need to have that, but you got to be upfront about it, right? Hold on. Uh, anything in particular? Yeah, on that note, we always say at SQL, we always make it really clear when you're with a woman we want to leave her better and wetter than you found her. Like, we found her in a great place, but we want to leave her in a better place than we found her. And then obviously, wetter just basically means we want to give her the best sex that she has ever had. So making it really clear on that point, unless you want to have something to say. It was just, that's when they can really truly see, like, this guy only has my best interests at heart. He wants the best for me. It sounds fucking ridiculous for us to say this, but how many guys is like, it's like the the fine line between um, persuasion and manipulation. Manipulation is basically doing it for your own best interest and not disregarding the other person's interest all con- completely. And then persuasion, it's like, I'm doing this because it's, it's my best interest, but it's also the other person's best interest for us to do this together. So it's like that win-win. And that's when you can um, have a really great connection with the person because you're like i want this to be a beneficial for both parties and then when we're engaging this in this beautiful connection that we're both going to be better people because of this and then when a woman can feel this from you when you're in in the bedroom she's going to trust you so much more because she can actually see that this guy only wants great things for me he only wants me to be a woman who is getting better and better each day every time i'm with a woman one of the best things I heard from a mentor once was like, oh, do this and you will never have a problem ever, ever having a woman leave you or she'll never have a problem with like not being satisfied. It's like, all I want to do is build up a woman so much that she doesn't want to leave. Build her so up so much. Um, good, good shout out to my man Stu. He basically said this, build her up so much that she doesn't want to leave. And then when you can do that, she's like, oh, she can feel this. And it's not some like tip or um, tactic. It's actually when you genuinely do this, she can feel that intent. And then she's like, this motherfucker is a great guy. And he has boundaries. He can assert himself and he stands up for what he believes in. And then when that happens, what goes on is she's going, I can't wait to see you again. I can't wait to have you in my life. And I can't wait to keep hanging out with you and because... And because you're doing this, I'm going to reward you with my full expression because you're fully expressed. And then that this all leads to the, the, the trust that you've been craving, that she's been craving. And then at her core, she goes, thank you. Finally, I can be seen. Absolutely. And then you have the last point, which is not seeking validation. So the, re- the reason why this is so important is because if you are treating sex as a way of you being validated she is she's basically being objectified in the way she doesn't want to be objectified um 
Yeah. Which is a little bit of a different conversation. But yeah, it's fine to objectify women in the bedroom. They absolutely love it if it's under the right context in a sexy way. But if you're using her, if if not using her, but it's it's like if you if you're sleeping with her and you're feeling validation, and this doesn't mean necessarily just for a one night stand. Like a lot of guys I know who come to programs of ours and are just in the group in the beginning, what they're not understanding is that when they're being they think dom dominant, they're basically being dom is they're actually being domineering. But in any case, they think they're being dominant. And they're just trying to get to show to the girl or prove to themselves that they are a man. And basically, the way that, that it's being expressed is in a validation-seeking way. And women are extremely good at picking up on this. And when they do pick up on the fact that you are at, your behavior is not authentic, but it's coming from a place of you're just trying to get validation, you're basically seeking fucking mommy's permission unconsciously <laughs> it's a pretty interesting um um concept i actually stumbled on the other day that's basically called unconscious incest but we can talk about that another day that's gonna be a fucking 10 hour rant but essentially if you're using sexuality as a way of getting validation prove that you're a man or prove to her that you're good enough or prove to your fucking mom or dad that you're good enough then she's not going to trust you because it's not the real you that's interacting with her. It's a fake facade that you're putting on in order to get approval. And when these things are happening, she's not going to trust you. Because what makes you trust someone? Think about that. What actually makes you trust someone? It's compassion and vulnerability. If you think of people that you really trust... That you really, especially if you've met someone and you started trusting them within an hour after you met them. Why did you do that? It's most likely because in one way or another, they showed that they have compassion and that they are vulnerable. Compassion and vulnerability leads to trust. And without trust, she's not going to follow you. There's not going to be any consent for you to lead. And if there's no consent to lead, well, then you're just not a leader and you're not going to have a great relationship. That was my point on the whole thing. Yeah, the compassion is a massive point as well. It's like, I'm going to try and force someone to do that. No, you're just being domineering. And if, if it comes across in any aspect whatsoever that you are being domineering and you're trying to force someone to trust you, force someone to like you, force them to be that person that you've always wanted to be. Or the worst case is when I hear guys meet women and they're molding this woman into a person that this perceived person of this perfect ideal that they've always craved and always wanted. But it really does not work like that. Uh, if you're trying to mold a woman into who you are and, and change her fundamental core beliefs and values, then what's going to happen, she is going to get to a point of really distrusting you, not liking you, and deep down resenting you, and then eventually leaving because she goes, this guy doesn't get me. Because you see a lot of women go to their girlfriends going, he doesn't get me. He doesn't understand me. He just doesn't open up. I don't really know who he is. Uh, why does he always do this? Is he always like this? Uh, he just he just doesn't really want to get to know the real me. All this stuff will just come out in droves. And when that happens, if she doesn't feel understood, what a woman wants more than love is to feel understood. She wants to feel that you understand her. And that is a massive component of trust. And when she goes, I don't feel understood, you'll get the bullshit of, not tonight, honey. And see this as feedback. When I say it's bullshit, see it as feedback that you have to start upping your game as a man. Like, not tonight, honey. I don't feel well. I've got a headache. It's not It's not the right time. Uh, yada, yada. You get the gist. But the thing is, what I want to make it really clear is if you keep consistently getting this, you are doing something wrong. And the thing is, in all the relationships that I've had, I've hardly ever, ever got rejected on sex, ever got fucking denied sex. The thing is, because 
It's like when you're that leader, when you're that man, she does not want to deny it. Now, I get it. If you're married for a long time and you're like, the sex dies down a little bit because over time, like that honeymoon stage, you know, they reckon the honeymoon stage goes for six months plus. But the thing is, in this phase with your partner, you do not want to be thinking, I have to have sex with my partner. You want to be thinking, I can't wait. And what it is, if you feel that it's like repression, because you might be a business owner or you might be a marketing guy or whatever, but whatever it may be, it's like you want to really connect with the person in front of you. You want to make sure that you can have these honest, open chats about sexuality from day one because if there's any resentment that builds up in the relationship and the, or the sexual relationship and all of a sudden, good old Mary jumps on top, she rides for 30 seconds and gets off and she comes and that's how she's been doing it her whole life and she does that with you. You've got to be able to go have that growth mindset and both of you be in, be in this relationship where you can go, fuck it, we're going to be willing to have the heart chat. It's so funny. I heard this from a married couple once. They told me. It's like every night we go to bed, we always make sure that we clear the air between us and there's no tension at all because we don't want to wake up the next day with tension. I know so many couples that go to bed with so much tension, so many things unsaid. They end up going to prostitutes. They ended up like emotionally cheating by watching porn and just wait, can't wait for their wife to leave the house. Or even stories is like guys going into their, their own cars and jerking off quickly so their missus doesn't see them. And shit like this, jerking off in their car that they own, that... And the house that they, they're in, they have to sneak out their own house to jerk off or watch porn or talk to people behind closed doors. Or the worst part is, as well, about all this, the guys might suffer in silence. I don't want this to be you. You're suffering in silence because you're not I'm gaining that respect from her. And the thing is, it's like gone on for way too long and you go, how do I bring this up? We've had so many guys from like five years, 10, 20 year relationships be in this like um, stump where they go, I haven't had sex with my wife for like a month, two months, three months, even six months plus. And the thing is, every time it's like she allows me, what ends up happening, they build like, they get all this like pressure they have to like put in a good job because if they put in a good job, then she's going to come back for more. But what happens is they don't fucking put in a good um, performance, quote unquote. They don't like... Um, have a really great sex because it's like she's doing you a favor. And if you're getting to that place, wow, fuck, she's already disrespected you. She doesn't trust you. She's doing it so you can basically shut the fuck up. And we don't want that to happen. It's like, here's sex for you, little boy. Here's a here's a bone. And when you get like that, it's, it just goes downhill he'll quick. Or you're having the sex in the, in the relationship just to keep it together. And... It get, that's a that's a really hard cycle that just keeps going down and down and down over time. Like anything in life, having a growth mindset in any area, growth mindset in sex, I'm always learning about sex. I'm always talking about Pierre about this new position I learned or this new technique or this new understanding. Usually it's a new understanding or epiphany or an insight that I had about sex that gives me a deeper understanding about the craft that we teach so then I can get a better perspective and then teach the clients that come to the retreats. And if you do want to look into that, we do have a waiting list and an application process. Just literally just hit us up with a message, a private message and go, hey guys, I've been following your stuff. I'd love to um, know about what the application process is and then get on the waiting list. So definitely do that and we can definitely give you some perspective on that. But what I want to make it clear about is a woman's not going to trust you if she doesn't feel that you desire her or want her. It's going to be really hard to do this and you're going to get a lot of headaches because what's going to happen is, Pierre and I were actually talking about this today about if she goes, oh, I'm not, I don't know, if she feels in her mind, I don't know, it's just something feels off. She's going to become emotionally distant and then obviously the emotional distance will be followed by the physical distance of her going, huh, he's, he's not coming close to me. He doesn't really want me and the thing is, if you're not wanting your partner, there's usually something you haven't expressed or you haven't spoken about, the underlying things. And if she doesn't feel desired, you're going to get a whole lot more um, flack and you're going to, excuse me, you're going to get a whole lot more attitude, which is going to lead to a lot more discomfort for the both of you. And the thing is, I know I've heard people like, oh, we'll try and fuck it out. It's like, it doesn't work. If you're doing the same two or three positions, your whole relationship and you can't, 
and you can't actually talk about something that you want to do more in the bedroom. The thing is, it's going to lose trust. She gets a lot of trust and respect for you when you can speak up and say what you want or you don't want, even if she doesn't want it. It's just by you, she can see that you're a man who actually says what he wants and isn't willing to supplicate in regards to put put himself out there on the line and express what he wants. Even if she's like, oh, that's disgusting, I don't want to do it. At least she knows you're a man who isn't afraid to be unapologetic about your actions, your words, and who you are as an individual, which makes her pussy wet and will cause a lot of trust. When she can feel she can bang you like a pretzel and basically go, you know what, I... I basically, uh, I run the show and stuff like that. Not that it's a power exchange of like, I'm someone's better or worse. When she feels that she can't like know that you, you can step the fuck up to the plate when need be and actually make decisions and actually lead and take charge when you need to, that's when she's going to bend you like a pretzel. You're going to snap, you're going to crumble, you're going to break. And that's going to lead to her going, why the fuck would I want to fuck this guy? Why the fuck would I want a man, this man to fucking put his um, dick in me? And the thing is, she might just do this um, I've seen it. Women like might be really, really desperate to get a man in their life, so they'll just like grab one. They might have had a mile of cock run through them. So then all of a sudden they're going, you know what? I'll settle for this guy. And then you get this. Then you're like, oh fuck! She'll give you lots of sex at the start, so like potentially she can have a kid. And then if she um does this, then I guarantee, let her have that kid. There's a book called The Female Brain. I definitely check. Um, recommend checking that out. As soon as this woman has had a child, this is this this gets me every time. Watch how much significantly her mind will change when she has kids. That's why a lot of guys call us up, like who are married and they've had kids. They go, man, beforehand I met this woman. She was crazy. She'd she'd blow me um, everywhere I'd go. I'd be we'd be out. We'd have amazing sex and it'd be great. It'd be spontaneous. It'd be fun. We'd have really satisfying sex. Then what happened? It just died down after we had kids. And when this happened, she didn't feel as sexy anymore. She didn't want to have sex. And by this happening, it really eroded my self-esteem and confidence because I was like, why doesn't she want to do this? And it felt like she fundamentally changed as a human being. I still love this woman, but it feels like it's sometimes night and day with the person who I met initially. So I want to give you that perspective, guys. It's okay at the start if she's like, like really like the honeymoon phase, but yes, it will die down. And the thing is, she's going to lose a bit of respect and trust if you can't just keep standing up and basically saying what you want and saying what's on your mind because if she doesn't, she's just going to keep, she'll walk all over you and it's not going to be a good day in the office. Yeah. Yeah, because the big thing is, it sounds, it sounds, sound, might sound like really trivial, but when she can go, when she can really feel that you're a man and you want her, that's going to make her melt like a puppy dog. At, at the core fundamentals, she wants to feel wanted. She wants to feel like there's like that spark, that spark. Like she you got, you can't fucking stop, but ravish her, but take her and be that man to really give her experience. It's like if you're just like, yeah, I kind of want you. She will probably like look elsewhere because she wants a man who's like, I'm going to like take you, and I, I just like, oh. I just want to do everything I can for you to be in my life, and that's going to cause trust because she goes, it doesn't, it doesn't, it sounds impractical, but when she feels desired and wanted from you, it builds a lot of trust, and it's like, oh, I'm just doing this for because because I can. It's like no, it's like you can't control yourself to do this. That's why we always harp on about our clients because sometimes they're caught in a, um, a dissonance of like, I want to be the man who pimps and fucks, uh, um, goes out and pimps and fucks lots of girls, but the thing is. Because it's kind of like that societal pressure. Be a man, fuck lots of chicks, have lots of women in your life, be that guy. And if you don't do that, then you're not a real man. But it's like you're a real man if you're a man who goes, I want to have one amazing girl in my life. I want to have, or I want to be a pimp and have lots of women. But the thing is, as long as it's core fundamentally true to who you are, that's going to give you a lot of peace and alleviate a lot of the psychological torment that may be ensued by you not actually allowing yourself to be true to your expression of, I want to have a girlfriend. I want to be that man. I don't have to be that man who has gangbangs and shit like that. I don't have to be that man who has who has crazy, has four or five partners and goes to nightclubs. Usually when we get guys on SQL retreat, we literally, like, they sometimes come in when they want to be the man to have all these sexual adventures, 
having DPs with women and double, penetra- double penetrations, threesomes, all this shit. But then when we get behind the behind the fucking facade, we realize and break down of like, these guys just want a great woman, woman to connect with. So if you are a woman listening to this and you connect with this message, we have a ton of great women hitting us up on a daily. We have a ton of great men, obviously in a secret alumni group as it stands now, we have 41 members, men who have done SQL or who are doing SQL in the future. So this is growing exponentially. And if you want to be a woman to connect with one of these insane men, what we can do is set you up so then the men get some really great practice to give you tons and tons of orgasms. And what you get, you get a phenomenal man who's caring, gentle, nurturing, also can put boundaries and is a positive influence on your life who will make your life a better place and only has your best interests at heart. Like, you'll feel this and then you will be able to trust him. And I get this, flipping it around from the other side, women are going to struggle to trust. Sometimes they've had like really severe, um, intense relationships where a man has eroded their trust. Maybe from their father growing up, who knows what it may be. But if this is the case, what's going to happen? It's going to really be detrimental to the the relationship and you have to be completely open from the start about your communication that you have. And the more that you're open with her and tell her that you tell her your life story, the more that she's going to be like so so turned on by you in the fact of like this man is so real and can really emote this. When you're telling your like story about who you are, you're telling it through the trials or tribulations and the, the peak experiences that you've had, you're not saying it's like please like me or please accept me. You're saying it as a matter of fact of the story and a woman really wants to hear who you are and when you can put that on the table so raw, it gives her permission to open up and then that, that builds so much trust by you opening up and showing that part of yourself that's so raw and so vulnerable because it's a part of you that is not weakness, it's a part of you that's weak and the thing is she wants to see that part of you so then she can it builds a lot of trust and then she can go, I have that part of me too. And we're usually so fucking shut down as men emotionally and it absolutely like we get told it's weak it's not right and the thing is women can't trust you because you need to be this fucking warrior who like runs around with a fucking shield and armor and you run around with this shield and armor and all you're doing is hurting yourself because all you have to do sometimes is express to a woman i like you i care i can't wait to see you again you're fucking amazing you're someone I've always wanted to connect with. You're a person who I really fucking enjoy hanging out with. Like saying that for some guys is so tough. It's like, I really, really like you and I appreciate you. And you're saying it from a place like of strength because you can open up. And then you can say this and you watch a woman return in kind. And if she doesn't, it's not a woman you potentially want to have in your life. But she might be scared to open up by, hey... I just want to say this to you, all the stuff you just said. And if she's like looking at you blankly, she might not have had this before or she might be a little bit skeptical potentially of past relationships. But when you can say this from a truly honest and authentic place, she's going to open up and the trust is going to be absolutely magnified. Then when you get to the bedroom, she's like, basically we get women now, Pierre and I, Pierre and myself and all the clients we work with, basically women are saying, do whatever you want to do with me. Take me as far as you want to go. They want to feel your strength in the bedroom and strength in the outside world. And then when they can feel that strength in the bedroom, she's like, I can't wait to fuck you. I can't wait to um, have this experience with you. I can't wait to get down on my knees and give you absolute insane pleasure because I can feel you're a leader I want to follow because you really have my best interests at heart. And in saying, in saying all this, she feels wanted, she feels desired, she feels like this man is someone who I've always looked for my whole life, then she can start having so much fucking love for you. She can be like, holy fuck, thank you so much for being in my life. Where have you been my whole life? What have you been doing? And the trust will be so strong with you. And when you can lay there, you'll start getting women open up, be vulnerable, cry, show their rawest and deepest parts of their emotions with you. Excuse me, and when they can open up and show that deepest parts of who they are, then they go, I feel so, like, I feel so raw, I feel so naked, not just physically, but psychologically, because they go, you are a man that is always, who I've always wanted to be with. You're the man who I've always wanted to just, like, get to know. You're that man. You're my man. 
because you're not just any man, you're my man. And I know as a man hearing that, it's like when a woman says, you're my man, that psychological fucking, that boost is like, that is so great. And when she says that, do you think as if she's not going to trust you? You're going to be in that relationship where you're like, I want to fucking build you up. And she's in that relationship, I want to build you up too. Then all of a sudden, we can have honest chats, we can have raw chats. That's going to cause that transparency. That transparency is going to cause trust, which is going to cause you to have great sex. Because if there's there's even hesitation about what's going on internally, about your sex lives, or just in regards to what's going on on a day-to-day basis, it's going to hinder the sexual connection and the sexual elevation that will be happening if you had complete... Um, openness in regards to your relationship yeah absolutely and i think a lot of guys don't even understand how important real trust is and this is not trust that comes from having a chat about commonalities or interest you have this this actually really does come from her knowing that you really want her best and that you have compassion and you have empathy and that you're vulnerable. Because the thing is, sex is so extremely vulnerable for women, much more vulnerable than it is for men. So if she is going to let you in, literally, physically let you inside her body, what happens is that she will also let you inside her mind and inside her heart and inside her emotions. It is so incredibly vulnerable. And she is more or less in her most fragile position, you can say. But it's the most fragile moment of a woman's life probably just bar giving birth when you are inside of her so what you need to understand is that if you're not willing to actually open up and be vulnerable there is no chance in hell she is going to let you take her to the to the more extreme parts of her sexuality maybe she'll let you have a little bit of normal just five minutes of missionary before you have your fucking premature ejaculation that's fine but if you want to create really, really deep, intense sexual experiences with a woman, you need to take her places other men have not taken her before. And in order for her to allow you to take her there, she needs to actually trust you. And the way that she will actually trust you is that you begin by opening up. And maybe you allow her to take you places you haven't let other people or other women take you before. You open up about your real insecurities, you open up about your real complexes, and you open up about things that you're actually afraid of opening up about. Which is actually a lot more attractive than you think. But the point is, once you do all of this, then she will allow herself to open up fully. Not only emotionally or psychologically, but also physically, literally let you fuck her. But also let you fuck her in a way that she doesn't allow other men to fuck her. So, even, let's just, for a second, pretend that, or, or, or hypothesize that you're not actually amazing in the bed. Maybe you're just average. But if you just fully open up, she will let you take her places she hasn't been taken before. So, even if you're not technically quote-unquote technically better than other men because you took her places other men are not able to take her she will still feel that you are the best she's ever had you're the best man she has ever had and she just wants to follow your lead wherever it is that you go because she feels comfortable with following you a a a a man and in saying this she has to be she has to have the feeling this is going to sound counterintuitive that you are willing to walk away from her you are willing to walk away if she is being a bitch you have to be willing to walk away if she is stepping out of line and what does this what do i mean 
if she's giving you attitude or if she's really actively disrespecting you say she says something about your mother say she says something about who you um who you are always having personal shots about you this is going to sound like why the fuck you bring this up but it all ties in because if she can just feel she's going to constantly she can disrespect you say shit about you say shit about your job say shit about you at who you are as a man what's going to happen is she's not she's going to lose all respect all trust will be broken she's not going to want to have sex with someone who doesn't actually step up and call her out when necessary say she says something about your friends in front of you say she says something to disrespect you in regards to um what you do for work or what's something close or say you're your business or she's just not being supportive and but she says she's being supportive but she's not she you have to be willing to have the hard conversation because if she loses that respect for you then the sex is going to erode she's not going to trust you in the bedroom because she can't trust you from actually um saying when she's um being basically being an idiot and when you can do this she's like fuck it's finally a man who's actually going to say something what he means and isn't afraid to like basically hurt my feelings and you're not trying to deliberately do it you're saying it because it's warranted you're saying it because say she said something about your family she said something about your boss she said something to offend you you're willing to step up and if she can feel that you aren't willing to step up and set boundaries and basically assert yourself and who you are she's going to be like i don't trust him i don't trust him why would i why would i get turned on by a man who i can walk all over and say what i want it's like a bratty little kid who just gets what she wants when she wants and she has no like ramifications and she has she has no I'm forgetting, I'm missing the word right now, but she has no, what is it? She has no... Consequences? Yeah, exactly, thank you. She has no consequences of her actions, and if there's no consequences of her actions, and she can only just walk all over you consistently again and again and again. We had one of our clients basically go, my wife cheated on me because he wasn't willing to um, put his foot down when he needed needed it because he was so busy working on his business. She cheated on him walked out and basically he was left none the wiser now if you're a man we've got a guy here now basically going my wife left me the fucking dishes and she just goes yep clean it up i want this done when i get home but not not like come my hey honey can you do the dishes hey, i'm leaving this i want this done when i get home and he was like he's like oh i'll just should do it i go fuck that where's that respect no wonder she you haven't fucked it for three to six months because you haven't been able to step up and put your put your foot down for fucking bullshit behavior and this might sound harsh but the thing is we'd rather give you that truth that's not just like this is us this is this is not this is like a culminated a culminated over time because pierre and i have looked in this to extensive detail we have been obsessed about looking into this and if you aren't willing to like say no and make and put your foot down and go, hey, this is not cool. What's going to happen? It's going to erode your self-worth and self-confidence. She's going to feel that. And she's going, her, her pussy's going to be drier than the Sahara Desert. Or it's going to be drier than any fucking desert in, this, in the fucking world. I don't want to see you suffer. I don't want to see you lose that trust and respect from her. I don't want to see you lose that um, trust in the bedroom where she's like, oh yeah, you can have sex with me once a week. I want you to be able to step up and say what you want. And be a leader who's being will be able to call her um call her out when she needs to be called out and have difficult conversations with her if you need to be. Something might come up with miscommunication, but what's going to happen is you are going to feel so much more respect from yourself and then from her. And the thing is that trust is going to automatically get built. Not to mention, I'm going to say it. We had a um call with a guy who wanted to do SQL. After 20 minutes on the call, we could just tell he was like saying he that he was struggling to open up with women, and then that women were saying he was that he was weird in the bedroom, and that he had like a weird um vibe. And the thing is, he was being really weird and unusual because he thought we were trying to do some manipulative thing or some tactics or some shit like that. I go, dude, we're on the phone because. You um, passed, you put your application process in, let's go to the second um, stage. And the thing is, he just got on, that's what we do. It's like Pierre and I could um, out, outsource calls, but we want to get on the call. When you get on the call, people are surprised it's actually us. We get on the call with you because we want to make sure, because the groups are so small, it's only six people per retreat, per month. And the thing is, when we jump on these calls 
It is such an intimate process and we want to make sure that you bring your truth, that you bring your real, that you bring the fucking true you. And the thing is, you're not willing to hold back. And if you're going to give bullshit answers, we're going to absolutely rip through you because we don't have time for this. You know why we do this? Because men have been lied to a majority of the time and uh, and the, the humanity has been lied to. And we're willing to step up and have a real conversation with you about such a part of yourself that is so fucking real. And we want to help you out. We want to get this happening. And that guy, we just basically said, the reason that women are calling you weird in the bedroom is the reason you're doing this because you're thinking that women are trying to control you, manipulate you. And if you're thinking that, what's going to happen is she's going to shut the fuck down. She's not going to want to open up. She's going to lose all respect. Like we lost, we um, basically said, no, nah, this is, we, 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 got, we got off the phone and we said, this is not for you. I'm sorry, you're not a great fit for this. We need someone who can open up and go real and just trust in the process. But that wasn't the case. So we had to let this man go. And we're in a fortunate position now that we can do that. And this is the fifth guy now that we've actually turned down from doing the program because we sell out. We make sure that everyone who comes on is an absolutely insane individual who wants to open up, be vulnerable and be willing to learn and humble themselves to experience. They think the coaching starts on the retreat when they if they get there through that process but the retreat happens when we have our first call together the retreat happens the first email that we get from you and you see how much in-depth response that you give to the answers that's when it happens that's when all the whole process happens not to mention tying it back to the sex thing we literally i literally was on a call on the alumni group now and we have all the people who are doing escort who have done it Basically, he was opening up, pouring his heart out. He goes, I love, I no, I care about this woman. But the thing is, I know she doesn't really appreciate me going out there and fucking other chicks as much as she said she's cool with it. And I go, yeah, if you want to be a man to um, be completely of your word and you know deep down, all I was doing is giving you what you knew was there deep down and you just wanted me to reaffirm what was there and give you a little bit of perspective. You have to follow that path of most resistance. You have to step up and basically leave a woman if you know that it's not in her best interest to stay with you. Because if not, it's going to, like, over time, she's going to, like, stop having sex. She's going to give you a lot more attitude. And that's where the trust is built. She can feel that you're just, like, hanging in there and you know that you want to go out there and meet other women. Or if you're a guy in a marriage and you're not actually opening up with your significant partner about what you want to do in the bedroom, and then she can just tell day in, day night that you're so displeased and unsatisfied. It's going to really erode the relationship over time and time again. Then the only time you have um, sex is six months down the track or three months or two months or whatever. And then when you do, it's kind of like, oh, we're doing this for, for we're just doing it because he got horny and I'll just give it to him. It's like, if you're in that position, please fucking reach out. Please let us know that you are, are there because you don't have to suffer in silence. You don't have to feel this lack of disrespect from a woman or anyone in life. It's already hard enough in life as it is to make shit happen. Now we want to start making it easier for you. So please reach the fuck out if that's you because you can have a fulfilling relationship. You can be with a woman who loves you. You can be with a woman who really respects you as a man. You can be with a woman who really enjoys and can't wait to have sex with you next. This is fucking possible. And if you're in the rat if you're in the rat race living in a basement or living somewhere where you're like I have to get out of this, I don't know how, reach out. Reach out. This is why we're here to help men just like you who don't know if there's any way out. And if you're still listening to this at this point and you're like, fuck, I really should reach out, do it. You have got nothing to lose. The thing is, the pain you're in, I'm telling you, if you think it's already bad now, it's significantly going to get worse and we can help you rectify this situation. Because I hate seeing men suffer and not get have great sex lives and have great relationships. And the worst part is, do get to us before you have a family. If you're a young dude listening to this thinking it's only for married men of like or guys who've had kids, you're far wrong. We rather get to you at a younger age. So then when we get to you that younger age, we know that by the time you are 50 years old, you're going to be in a loving relationship and someone you care about instead of just settling for someone who you thought was hard, they're good enough. And the thing is, remember, 
good is the enemy of great and if you get stuck into just like mediocrity what's going to happen is you will start watching every uh, area of your life life start to deteriorate because you start going into mediocrity as well we want you to be insane human individuals individuals in all areas obviously we um taper on the aspect of sex and when you can really get this area of your life sorted you watch that um you watch how many of um areas of your other your other life start to change because you just start going i don't have to hide such a beautiful part of myself i don't have to hide the fundamental part of myself of like the creative creation of how i was conceived sexual energy is the strongest energy um and that is why we're here today and i want you to be able to be a man who can open up about this and get that true trust and respect from being that leader who opens up and goes first yeah absolutely i don't really have anything else to add to that rant at all that was fucking perfect um yeah i don't have much else to do you have anything else to add or i can just cap it off yeah yeah you're good yeah um all right so quick quick summary what what makes a woman trust you that you want her that you desire her that you have actual compassion that you're actually vulnerable, that you have her best interest at heart, that you don't have a hidden agenda, that you're not using her to get validation and that you have benevolent intentions. I actually said that one twice because that's the same as her best interest at heart. But yeah, that, that that's what you need. That's how you will make her trust you. Without this, she will not trust you. And without trust, she will not follow you. And if she's not following you, she will not allow herself to truly fall in love with you. She will not allow herself to lose control. And al- she, won't allow her s- she won't allow you to really make her yours. And without that, you know you're never going to be able to trust her. That's, that's, that's such a good point about the losing control. It's like... That loving feeling of like, oh my God, I'm surrendering, I'm letting go, I'm giving in. And when she lets go and she surrenders, she wants to know that that person's going to be there who is going to lead her. And when she does, that's when she can go, ah, I can let go and everything's going to be all right. And it takes that trust. And when you fucking earn that respect and she lets go, you better make sure, buddy, that you know exactly how to lead her. You know exactly how to take her to the promised land of love, of care, and affection. And when you do that and you you leave her better and wetter consistently day by day and she loses all control because she's just so like there with you and she's like i've never met a man like you you're such an incredible human being and you make me feel alive again you make me feel free you make me feel like the woman i've always wanted to be because i can be me i can let go and i love what you said about losing control because it's so true it's so scary for women to let go especially in this day and age in western society about women letting go and relinquishing that control because it's been told so much have that power have that control if a man has control over you that means he's um that means you're being a bad person it's like no it's just basically when we say control it's basically leadership he has he has that leadership um role and then you can let go with him so then you can get out of your mind and think if you are a woman listening to this do you want to say something yeah so you you touched on a really good point there so this is the difference between being in control and being controlling right if you don't have her trust and she's not giving you consent but you are just you're just basically uh you're being domineering right if you're just taking control against her well i'm talking more in the relationship sense and not not sexually right because that that would pretty much be rape which is just completely (laughs) just ridiculous but if you're just leading without consent you're just trying to move things ahead and, and you're just being this brutish kind of forceful leader you're being controlling what you want to do is what you want to be is you want to be in control and the way that you are in control instead of being controlling is that the control is willfully given to you Uh, because if it's not given to you then you have to take it and that's controlling 
Instead, you want to be in control, so she gives the control to you. How would anybody give up their control and their power and allow you to have power over them? It's if they trust that you will honor this consent. And that, again, comes from compassion, vulnerability, not playing any games, not feeling like you like there is some form of vali validating aspect of them giving control to you if you feel like you if you manage to be in control that proves that you are a man or uh, means that you are an alpha male or whatever then people are not going to want to give the control over to you they're only going to give the control to people that that they feel is just almost like the involuntary hero someone who is not actively going out of their way to be put in that position but someone who is just like, I want the best for you. And here's an idea for how we can make that happen. And that other person will be like, oh, yeah, I would actually like that. And then you go, cool. Um, if you like, I can be in charge of making that happen because of this and this and this reason. What do you think of that? They're like, oh, that actually sounds great because you have a track record of this. And I can tell you have the competency and I respect your ability to do it. And then they hand over the power. And that's how leadership is done. Not by taking it, not by being forceful, not by being brutish, right? That's tyrannical leadership. And what you want is benevolent leadership. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have for today. It was actually pretty much an hour on the dot. So yeah, that was it for me. And that is all from me also. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you would like to get any more information from us or you would like a topic covered on this podcast, please reach out and let us know. You can get um, in contact with us via the website andrewmeok.com or you can go onto the Facebook group and have a look at that as well. So many things happening and we really do appreciate you guys watching. And the big thing that you can do, if you're like, okay, what's something I can do to help you guys out? Because I absolutely love your podcast. I love what you're doing and I love the movement that you were creating. What you can do is go and share this with as many people as you can. We know people who are watching, who are listening to this on their way to work, walking the dog, going for a jog, going to the gym, listening to it in every single aspect. We even have a, um, a great guy who's listening to it while he fucks his girlfriend. He's, he's a strange individual, which I love so much. You know who you are. So that's what you can do. Share this with everyone you know. Let's get the message out there so men don't have to suffer in silence. And women, if you're out there, we're, giving, we're teaching men to basically be the best she's ever had in the bedroom. So make sure that you get this message out to them so the men can start having insane sex lives and then you can start benefiting from it as well. So till next time, we're wrapping up today and thank you so much again for listening and we will speak to you tomorrow.